Garfiri Japan. Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Got Faded Japan, and I am your host, Johnny. And I'm Tom Tom Tokyo. And I'm Jeremy Deschner. That's right. And as you find folks know, Got Faded Japan is about one, two, three, three dudes, booze. Japan and the motherfucking news. That's right. Well, kind of booze anyway. Uh, Jeremy, what episode is this? I believe we are on 691, sir, if I'm not mistaken. I think you're right. I think this is episode number 691. Joe Rogan, you better chill out because we're right on your heels, man. What's he on? He's on like 3,000? Yeah, Something like that. Kinda, yeah, he's... Yeah, yeah, he's on like, what, 3,000, 3, something like that. We'll, we'll be there soon enough, anyway. But, um, yes, uh, Got Faded Japan is about booze. And, uh, yes, I am sober. I'm drinking water. I'm just going to I'm just gonna say it right now. I've been drinking water. Yeah, boo. Ooh. Hey, man, if you got a, if you have as much work on my plate as I have on your plate. Wait, no, I don't even have that. I, maybe I am drinking vodka. No, if you had as much on your plate as I have on my plate right now, holy smokes, you'd be sober, too, because... Uh, dudes, I am completely overwhelmed with Tokyo Art Tank Volume 9. Tokyo Art Tank Volume 9, I've got 25 artists that I'm in charge of. I'm flying one in from Paris, France, just for this exhibition. I've got free yoga classes, drawing classes, meditation classes. I've got a free, like, uh, I've got a free like, event with, like, bands performing and stuff. It is crazy. It, it's not just an art exhibition. It's going to be a revolution. A revolution of not just art, but all the arts. It's going to be absolutely incredible. And I'm the boss, and I'm running things, and I am overwhelmed. I need help. Somebody help me. I need a beer. Tom, come over here quickly. Give me a six-pack, please. <laughs> so I'm sober. That's that's why I'm sober. I'm sober until this fucking show starts. Then I'm gonna start drinking. Jeremy, what are you drinking? I am drinking a pina colada, sir. And um, if you don't mind, I'd just like to throw in an idea for your uh, Tokyo Art Tank, which I think is a great. It's gonna be awesome, anyways. Uh, since Tom lives right next to you, and we have been in the background talking about doing live videos. Why don't we get homie to walk around with a video camera or with a phone and do some live video from Tokyo Art Tank so the faders wow. can see it? So, wow. What do you think, guys? Good idea? Tom, what do you think? I can probably do that. Uh, should two should thumbs be all right. up. Yeah, man. I would say so, walk around, get pictures of the art, get pictures of the people enjoying the art, talk to some artists, talk to the yoga teachers, ask them if anyone farted in yoga class, you know? Ask them some <laughs> questions that everyone wants to know, that inquiring minds want to know, you know? Absolutely. Tom, you could do that, man. You used to take videos back in the day. You used to take tons of photos around Shibuya and Tokyo. I mean, you did a great job at that, you know? Why don't you give, Why don't you jump back in the game, man? Why don't you pick up the phone again, dude? Stop gleaming the cube, dude. Oos. I, I suppose like a... Uh... 
I, I suppose I gotta be persuaded to come on by and see how things are turning out. Because like like I said, I saw last, so I thought it was pretty cool. My only disappointment is I didn't get to see a couple of my homies, specifically Anthony H and M three. But you know, sometimes the stars just don't align. That's no fault of yours, Johnny. You still had a kick ass event. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Much appreciated, Jeremy. What are your thoughts? I think that you know Tom has a good opportunity to interview those guys. He's brought them up a few times on the on the podcast. Now he has yep, an opportunity yep. to show them on a live broadcast that our faders can watch in person, live. Yeah, dude. Tom, you got to show up Friday and Saturday. That'll be great. Absolutely fantastic. Or at least maybe Friday and Sunday. We've got a guy that's going to be doing a documentary of the uh, whole exhibition on Saturday. So maybe it's going to be better and there'll be fewer people there. So you can like walk uh, around right, more. Friday's going to be a problem. I got to work late, but uh, I can show up Saturday or Sunday. Would the afternoon be cool for you? Because that'd be most convenient for me. Perfect. I'll be, dude, I'll be there, man. Hey, I'll be, <laughs> I'll be there drinking. I'll be yeah, like, so- Beer, glorious beer. How could I live without I'm, I, you? I, I'm sure. I'm sure you will. But just let me know. Like, let's let's come back to this. Like, you know, when we're done with the podcast, man. Okay. You know, okay. But, we'll talk. Yeah, we'll I, talk. We, 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 I can give you some like times when we we can work this out. That's, sounds good. It's, sounds good. It's cool with you. You know. Fantastic. Fantastic. And, and Jeremy, dude, pina coladas, man. That's not your thing. What's going on with pina coladas over there? I got a bit of a sweet tooth, as you can tell. I can, look at you, Johnny. You are dropping weight like crazy. I can tell your face is thin, your shoulders are thin, your your cheeks are yeah. shrunken in, your fucking huge guns are gone. Man, yeah. you've been stressed out and, <laughs> and starving. Me too, buddy. Uh, me too. I've been I've been on the diet, been doing a walk every day, so I have a bit of a sweet tooth tonight. And uh, well, pina coladas kick it in the butt. I love a good pina colada. Tommy, what are you drinking over there? Uh, I'm drinking tequila. And- tea as usual as per usual but my, jeremy my question for you is where's your you know funky little like paper umbrella hat for your pina colada man you dropped the yeah. ball i dropped the ball boys i dropped the ball i dropped the What's ball going on you, over here man you, you are not <laughs> only you are not only a professional bartender but you are a bar owner man you got to represent i expect a little bit better from you jeremy i'm so I'm sorry on this one I'm so sorry I disappointed you guys. Faders, I will try harder. I will try harder. That being said, boys, today's Mm -hmm. topic, let's hop into it. Uh, We're going to talk about some things that people should not do when they come to Japan. What do you guys think about that topic? Yes, yes. I love this topic. I love this topic. This is great. Tom, you want to hop in there first? Uh, sure, man. I just want to say I think this is an excellent topic. It is uh, tourist season, as as we've seen within the last month, and we're still going to see more yep. because summer's coming and this and that and the other thing. There are going to be a lot of tourists coming to uh, Japan and Tokyo in general, and um, I guess let's call this a public service announcement and hope uh, we, we give some good advice out to people. I like so, it. I like it. Yeah. Um, when I thought about this uh, topic, the first idea off, off my head off the top of my head is to broaden her horizons. Cause like, let's okay. Stop right there. Like for when it comes to food, but what do you guys think people come in here to Japan to eat? Like they want to eat some of the Japanese foods. So what? that's like sushi ramen. And mm. quite honestly, I think that's kind of about it really with most of the tourists and maybe Korean barbecue. So they're throwing some Korean barbecue, oh, but vegan food. Yeah. <laughs> I will get to motherfucker. I will get to that in a second. I will fucking get to that. But sorry, not, sorry, sorry. Okay, sorry, sorry. I can say that. I'm saying say that later. That's. I'm, I'm going to make a point about that. Maybe towards Pumping the, the end. brakes. Pumping the brakes. But yeah, but like, um, 
Yeah, man. Like those, like those three things. Like that's it. There's like, there's so much more. That's like going to like fucking New York or Chicago and saying, I'm going to have hamburgers, hot dogs, and pizza. I mean, that's fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Me too. I'm in. You absolutely should do these things, but there's so many more culinary delights. And I think, uh, I think a lot of foreigners don't get the chance to experience them just because I would say they probably just don't know about them. Mm. So like, I'm going to throw out a couple ideas of things you absolutely should try when you're in Japan. Cool. But uh, yeah, but the number one off the top of my list is takoyaki motherfuckers. That shit is good. Yes, it is. Agreed. Agreed. Double agreed. Hands down. So takoyaki. Yeah, takoyaki is like their octopus balls. Is yeah, octopus meat and like uh-huh. kind of, kind of, yeah, they're, they're balls. They're not actually the testicles, by the way. But like it's, it's uh, bits of uh, octopus in kind of a doughy, like you know, circular kind of donut hole type, and it's got a little bit of sauce and some fish fish crumblies on it, and it's very very good. Best hot and fresh, yeah, which you can absolutely get. Uh, Jeremy, you got something? You got yeah, I was gonna say, um, you know, those takoyakis are so good. They make other shit, other chips, other snacks that taste like takoyaki. Are you, I'm not joking. It's, they make chips that taste like takoyaki. Uh, you know, everything that you can think of, peanuts that taste like takoyaki. That's just how good that shit is, man. Ta- uh, Johnny, go. Yeah, McDonald's actually at one point in time had the takoyaki burger. Damn. Did yeah. they? Yep. For real, yeah, for reals. Yeah, I remember that shit. It was years and years ago. I think it was like 2006, before the pa- way before the pandemic. But there was the teriyaki. No, ta- was it the teriyaki burger or the takoyaki burger? Uh, Fuck, dude, it might have been the teriyaki burger. Somebody oh, man, you had me fucking excited. I was like, oh, how did, how did I fucking miss this? Oh, why? Because I never fucking had it. Someone get oh, Mayor man. McCheese well, on the know- phone and let's talk about this shit. <laughs> right? Exactly. Ronald exactly. McDonald. Maybe we just started something. The ball just started to roll. Ronald McDonald owes us a motherfucking explanation as to why McDonald's has not made this dream come true. God damn it. I, I vow we start a writing campaign right fucking now. Agreed. Forget the McRib. Forget the McRib. We yeah, want, Jeremy, you want them to show us their taco balls and Ronald to show Tom his balls. Yes, that's... You guys can go ahead and add to this, but like, what are, what are some other foods? I, I was thinking of like manja or okonomiyaki are really good. Okonomiyaki, kind of like yeah. Good, like kind of put it whatever you want, like kind of almost like kind of like a pancake, but there's a little bit more to it. And that, Jeremy, Jeremy, I know you're a foodie. I know you got good I'm ideas. I'm a foodie, bro. And one thing that I do love here, uh, you mentioned Korean barbecue, but aside from Korean barbecue, which is fantastic. Yakitori, man. Yakitori is like meat on a stick. These little tiny bits of meat. You can try different kinds. You could try bacon-wrapped cheese. You can try little tiny quail eggs wrapped in bacon or like little bits of chicken with onions that has spices all over it. It's fantastic. Yakitori's. You can get like four sticks and a beer for like 800 yen, man. And you're, you're just rocking hard and partying hard in Japan and living the life like a local. That's Tom, true. That's true. And if you don't, mind, oh shit, Tom, I didn't see you. Uh, Tom, go for it. Okay, I was I was gonna say the best uh, and the, for yakitori, Jeremy makes an excellent uh, suggestion. Best place to get them. There are two places. Uh, one is Zakaya's, which traditional Japanese bar, excellent. But also like street food. I would just just in general like Japanese street food. You got like uh, another one, another favorite yakisoba, like fried noodles done very Japanese style. Would be yeah. another easy one to locate and pick up. It's it's pretty good. You can try that one out. And Johnny, you had something. 
Uh, dude, I was just going to say what you said, man. Yeah, definitely. It's on the streets, man. And when you go to the streets, when you're in the streets, especially in Shinjuku, whether, well, anywhere really, when they're having a festival or something like that, dude, get your taco. I was going to say takoyaki. Get your taco. Get, actually, they do have takoyaki there too on the streets. Yeah. Takoyaki, yaki soba. They got it all, actually. And actually, that's my favorite time to eat that food because, I mean, you're on the streets, whatever. There's a festival or some kind of a fair. Maybe it's religious. Maybe it's not or whatever. You get your grub, you get your beers, you walk around you see some exciting things it's fantastic man eating on the street is amazing in japan and that's not only in tokyo that's in osaka that's in fukuoka that's everywhere man that being sure. said boys i'm gonna i'm gonna jump in here with my next thing that people should not do and it's a little bit of a food pot oh please go ahead tom okay sorry jeremy uh real quick i'm just gonna ramble yeah, off like, a couple of, sorry jeremy just like i'm gonna ramble off like me and jeremy are big chip heads Go absolutely go to Don Quixote, go to convenience store, see what kind of weird chips they have. Oh, uh, yeah. Kit Kats are also a thing, you know, and get back to chips again because we love chips. Uh, Doritos and Pringles are really fucking weird in the Japanese brands. Try those. Uh, Anpan, uh, Anpanman, which is like the baked bread with a uh, uh, soybean paste in it, and Pizza Man and Curry Man, which again, like. Okay, okay. Tom, I'm going to cut you off, man. You're on stage. I got a big hook and I'm pulling you off, man. Okay, if you want, you can make a list and then we'll put it in the show notes. There you go, Faders. Go to the show notes. It'll be Tom's Tales of Food on the Streets and in the Shops. Uh, Jeremy, what is your your, uh, recommendation? All right. That being said, one thing that people probably do not know about life here in Japan, walking and eating... Is a big no-no here in Japan. Walking and eating, walking and drinking while in public is a big no-no. Why do you say that? Because Japan, Why? like on, on other, like unlike other places, is packed to the tits with people, and it's incredibly crowded, and and it's completely not acceptable to be walking around with like a takoyaki sauce dripping down your shoulder. I mean, down your elbow, and 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 talking with, with while you're eating okonomiyaki and spitting it all over the place there's places that you just don't eat but there are designated areas even in crowded places where you can pull off to the side sit down and uh enjoy some of the uh local foods right but uh places like the crowded streets um you know uh, train stations shopping centers you shouldn't walk around and be shoving food or drinks into your face because you might spill it or get some on somebody else and it's considered very disrespectful in Japan even though I see a lot of foreigners doing this shit and I've been d- guilty of it myself especially on the Me train too. after a long day pop open a beer yep. train beers are a uh-huh. thing yeah but oh yeah it is considered um kind of rude in Japan by the Japanese guys what do you think Johnny go I completely agree. Yeah, it is a taboo. But uh, yeah, you know, I'd say just use your best judgment. I mean, if if it's a a parade or if it's a fair or something like that, you can do it. But uh, yeah, if you're like walking around the streets of Ginza with a hamburger... <laughs> it's kind of Stop. bad. Quit. <laughs> but, but but I mean, there's nothing better than getting a couple of beers and drinking them with your buddies on the streets and stuff. As long as you're not like blocking traffic and being an asshole or whatever and like just like bothering people. I, I think it's okay if you're on a destination going somewhere, if you're kind of like in the corner. Jeremy, thoughts? Yeah, I like when you said use your judgment. Uh, obviously, the most important thing here, folks, is if you are going to eat or drink outside, don't fucking litter. Please don't be that guy. 
You know, there's yeah, yeah, just in Japan, there's not a lot of uh, public trash cans, but there are trash cans in convenience stores. So you get yeah. a bag, you get a little plastic bag and you keep it, your trash with you and you put it in the bag. And when you get to a place where you can throw it away, you throw it away. Tom, go for it. Yeah. The, generally speaking, this is what I think, especially circling back to the street vendor thing. So what you do is generally speaking, you say you walk up your street vendor, you say or street, you say street, vendor, street vendor and say, Hey, I want some yakitori. Give, give me a couple of those. So they'll hand it you a little plate. Generally, what's easiest to do is you kind of peel off and you roll uh, it to the side, and you kind of eat your shit there. That you know, it's, it's it's standing and eating, but but it's it's perfectly okay, and you're not blocking traffic. And then to cut down on the trash. Generally, you can walk back to that street vendor and you just kind of hand it, politely hand it back and say, "Could you throw this away for me?" And they'll okay, yeah, done. Sure. So that takes that that takes all the boxes. I'd, I'd say that's the easiest way to do it. Um, Words one, of advice. One other thing, like, uh, yep. Yeah. That's, that's probably the easiest, best way to do it in general. There's usually standing space around where you can be, you know, inconspicuous and, you know, not bother anybody. Um, one other thing, uh, walking and drinking is kind of okay. Just don't be an asshole and start waving a beer around and be, being a drunk, in, drunk an idiot, though. In my <laughs> don't opinion. spill your beer. <laughs> don't spill your beer on people and don't get in the way and, and don't be loud. That, it's kind of like... Yeah, don't fucking shake up a beer and say, woo! Who wants to have a wet T-shirt contest? That's a, that's a, that's a, that's going to be a frowned upon. You can do that in Rapongi. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe maybe some people will be into that. No. Maybe maybe. Okay, here we go. My turn. My turn. Okay, so uh, one thing people usually don't do, but they should, and that's going to be my theme is. Uh, they don't leave Tokyo. A lot of people come to Japan and they spend like two weeks or three weeks in Tokyo and Kyoto and they don't see the rest of the country. And I think that's a shame because Japan is a special country. It is so wonderful. If you look at Japan, you know, it's small, but it's kind of got this weird banana shape, right? Where it goes way up north, but it also goes way down south, which is completely two different worlds of the planet. When you go up to Hokkaido, it's really cold. It snows there quite a bit. If you go down south to like Okinawa, yeah, dude, it's like Hawaii, man. It's beautiful. It's tropical. And then if you come to like, you know, like mid Japan, you've got the, the beauty of both worlds. Worlds, you know, and if you go to Niigata, you go to Izu, you go to all these other parts of Japan and stuff, you're going to get a full on true, real Japanese experience. And I think a lot of people just miss out on that when they come to Japan. They come to Japan, they go to Rapongi, Shibuya, Shinjuku, Golden Guy, whatever, and they just don't experience the, the real beauty of Japan. And I love getting out of the city every three months. I, I got a GTFO, you know, and just just experience the real world. Uh, Tom. Yeah, I generally think this is a good idea, but do keep in mind some people are limited by time and budget, but it's a good idea. And another thing I'd like to add to it is like, actually, this is another one of my ideas is trying to try to attend some festivals. So if you're like locked down for a certain block period of time in Japan, maybe jump on the Internet and see if there aren't some like you know, festivals out in the country. Because that that, that that would be a really cool thing. Like Generally, the festivals are in the warmer months, but they do have winter festivals as well. Well, if you're locked down to a certain point in time, like, see if you can't find a nice festival to check out and, like, see, like, the real Japan, like, you know, some giant festival in the country. Like, that's pretty cool. They got some out there stuff and some cool shit to see. That's true. Don't eat on the street. Jeremy. Uh, Tom made a fantastic point. Uh, the best way to experience culture is, is to go to a festival, I think, because you're going to see some old culture mixing with the new culture. You see the old people and the young people getting together and really enjoying their life. And that is how you really celebrate Japan, in my opinion. 
guys, what do you think? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And um, I'm going to say one of my favorite places to uh, go to is definitely Niigata. I love the air out there. I love the, the nature. I love the mountains. I just, I love seeing the rice fields. Uh, the Nihonshu, aka sake, is super delicious out there. Uh, the seafood is amazing. It, it's very kind of cold because it's northern Japan, but that kind of brings me back to like America when I used to live in Michigan and even San Francisco. Uh, where are your guys' favorite places other than Tokyo or Fukuoka, Jeremy? Not Fukuoka for you. You can't say Fukuoka. Okay. Um, other than Fukuoka, I'm going to say uh, yeah. Izu, Shizuoka. I love Shizuoka. Ah, yeah. Shizuoka's got beautiful beaches. Uh, it's more of a, like, it, you'll run into little small fisher towns and there's there's yep. beautiful ports and like the, there's ships out there and boats out there with like these long masts. And if you walk past the port, you can see the fishermen coming in or going out, depending on the time of the day. Beautiful mm -hmm. yep. sunsets, man, that are golden and purple. Mm -hmm. And that sun just reflects off the water. It's gorgeous and picturesque. What do you think, Tom? Yep. Uh, I like Yamanashi out by the, basically, by, by Mount Fuji is all, is all pretty good. Like, so that's, that, I've had some good experiences there, like out camping and doing shit. And, uh. Right now, the like the very southern tip of Chiba, where it's really like beach countryside, is really nice. Some very nice fresh fish, and they're actually they they got a lot of peanut farms there. Hmm. I've had uh, some peanut ice cream like sundaes that were just some of the best ice cream I've ever had. They're really good and they're really cheap because they were they were and they were, it was like fresh, fresh. It was like practically farm to table. Wow, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, thoughts. Just, just on a side note, I heard that peanuts are very good for your colon, but apparently you're supposed to eat them. No, really? Nope. <laughs> what, colons? No, no, peanut, no, no peanut butter ice cream? You're killing me, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a uh, complete yeah. diuretic, Tom. <laughs> you're going to be shooting blood after you eat that. <laughs> Take him out of the shell so first, Tom. Me, yeah, so, so you're telling me they'll clean out my poo, -poo hole? <laughs> you're the one they hate it <laughs> but uh yeah actually all over japan there's great food i mean it pretty much every little area has like its own kind of like uh delicacy you know you go to osaka you've got takoyaki okonomiyaki you go to nigata it's the rice and oh, no, 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 no. osaka's monja osaka's monja no oh, they monja's got monja in tokyo dude yeah, yeah tokyo's is monja. It, is it, did i reverse them i, I, I could have sworn it was yeah. the other way around yeah osaka's johnny nailed takoyaki it and okonomiyaki dude that's, Trust me, I go to Osaka like three times a year. I love that place. Yeah, Osaka's the Okonomiyaki and Takoyaki, and Tokyo is Monja. Mm. Yeah. Monja. Monja, bro. Monja, not Manja. Uh, I'm just going to throw this out here today. I had a very, very unique ramen, and I did put it on the YouTube page. I made a small little one-minute video that if you want to see what kind of weird, unusual ramen I eat today, go on and check out our YouTube page and maybe subscribe and watch all of our videos and throw us some money. Yes, yes, yes. I'm actually looking forward to that, dude. Ramen. All, dude, Japan's got ramen all over the place, and all the ramen's pretty good, dude. And the thing is, I do like unique ramen. So whenever I go to some place and they do have some kind of strange ramen, like wasabi ramen or some shit, I'm yeah. like, wasabi ramen, that sounds terrible, but I'm in. I'm totally in. I'm doing this. I'm taking the safety belt off, and I'm jumping in, man. That's what I'm doing, dude. Wasabi ramen. Ugh. So yeah, dude, I'll, I'll eat anything that's strange. Yeah, it, wait till you see the one that I've been in the video about. You're not going to believe the ingredients they put in that fucker. <laughs> really? Crazier than wasabi? Crazier than wasabi. Tom, go for quick, it. Quick question. quick question. This is one thing that I've, I've always wanted to eat, fry, but I've never gotten the chance. I've never found it. It's like uh, wasabi ice cream. Have I either of you ever had that? No. I've had it. You had it? I've uh, had it. Actually, good? Yeah. 
I do. It's terrible. I had it in uh, Izu, actually. I went to Izu. My wife and I went to Izu years and years ago just to visit an onsen. And uh, when we went down there at Izu Station, they had wasabi ice cream. And I was like, no way. I got to try this. And wasabi ice cream is literally wasabi ice cream. It burns. It, it, it clears on your sinuses amazingly. But, I mean, it burns. And it was a hot day in August. So I'm like, ah, this is terrible. And I liked it. I'm like, oh, God, this is so bad. But it's also kind of refreshing because it's slightly sweet. And it's ice cream. It's cold. So you eat the whole thing. It, it's really painful. It's like, I, I guess it's some kind of like a weird addiction thing. You're like, ah, 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 <laughs> lick, burn, lick, burn, lick, burn. It's it's, it's incredible. But uh, yeah, I don't recommend it. And it's definitely not for kids, Tom. So if you do go to uh, easy with your family, do not let little Dano in, indulge, dude. It's fucking way mad. I'm going to be honest, man. I still kind of want to try it. I just I just want to try it, man. Just, just to say I had the experience, man. You know, you know how it is, man. Like some, some, should, of, the, some of the stuff we're talking about, like, you may not like it, but like I'm still glad I had it. Just, at least just once, just say I had the experience. That's a great idea, you know Tom. I, mean? I think everyone should try something new when they come to Japan, something you don't see often. And I think what we should try here on this podcast, you, me, and him, and that guy, and me, and that guy, and that guy, we should try to hop into the news. What do you think? Oh, shit. The news, a lot of news. Yeah, man. So, uh, faders, uh, let's uh, take a little break, see poo, and uh, jump into the news. And uh, as we're... Uh, Probably getting new. Well, I'm going to get another water. But as these these alcoholic fools, as they get other delicious uh, beverages, uh, yeah, enjoy our sponsors. Peace. Hey, yo, what's up, faders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. And I've got paintings, I've got prints, i got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I can probably sell it to you. And I tell you what... If I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Proper. Eight Stars American Bar, located between Daimyo and Yapu. Come get your party on. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to... Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right. Over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors. Located comfortably in Asagaya. About five minute walk from the station. 
It's your liquor. Are you at Harajuku with some out-of-town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete. A Harry Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each. And they're worth so much more. These are these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool. That's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilled Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilled Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you <laughs> and we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. If you're going to get your fade on, you got to get your fade on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade, and I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade, badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing. It comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Palmade. This stuff is a man's palmade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your feet on in style. Proper. In Tokyo and craving soul food, we've got just the place for you. Soul Food House in Azabujuban. Check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com. Come by and taste the love. We look forward to feeding you. And we are back, faders. Oh, man. And we hope you enjoyed those sponsors because we love those sponsors so much because they love us. And uh, yeah, faders, as we said before the break, we have some amazing stories, some fabulous stories, some magnificently awesome stories. And without further ado, uh, Jeremy, could you take the microphone? I certainly can. Without further ado, do. A woman arrested in, uh, for falsifying a report of attack and robbery in Saitama. Police in Kogayashi, Saitama Prefecture, have arrested a 52-year-old woman for falsely claiming that she was attacked and robbed by a man earlier this month. Police hmm. said the woman called 110 at around 3.30 a.m. on April 10th and said that she had been riding her bicycle... Uh, home when a man she did not know approached her and slashed her back, uh, slashed her in the neck, 
And the Kyoto News reported, uh, the woman said that the man stole her purse and her bicycle. (laughs) My my bike. (laughs) All right. Uh, However, that's for people who like hurt people hear me. All right. However, police said the analysis of the street surveillance camera footage showed no one other than the woman in the area when the alleged incident occurred. Police said the woman has been taken to the hospital to be treated for a knife wound to the neck. Uh, and wow. on Friday, after being questioned further, she admitted to making the story up and said she stabbed herself in the neck. Oh, no. Asshole. Asshole. Oh. Go ahead, Johnny. What you got, man? <laughs> and for a second there, I thought it was like a ghost thief. You know, like somebody, somebody's a criminal, they die, and then the afterlife, they're a criminal, so they just steal shit or whatever and like hurt people. You know, I, if I was her lawyer, I would say... Uh, honey, I think we got nothing except for Ghost Thief. That's where we're going to have to go with Ghost Thief. That's it. I'm going with Ghost Thief. That's it. <laughs> Ghost Thief. Fucking crazy. Tom, Tom, what's up? I would I would say, like, man, like, you just don't commit crimes in Japan because, like, there's fucking cameras everywhere. That's how they fucking nail it. Cops are like, oh, shit, we got a fucking live one here. Nice, violent crime. Let's sink our teeth into it. And then they start looking through the footage and they're like, and this bitch is full of shit. Jeez, and that's, that's point number one. Point number two is just why? Why Why would you pull this bullshit, man? Like, fucking cops gotta be pissed. I reckon she's uh, lonely or something, and, and uh, she wanted some attention. She's 52, probably lives by herself. No one's fucking that thing for a long time. And, uh, you know, she just wanted some attention. Maybe she saw a pretty handsome, uh, strapping young gentleman police officer down at the Koban and um, thought the best way to get his attention was to slash her own neck with a knife. What do you think, uh, Johnny? Well, slashing your neck is better than slashing your face if you want attention. Because if you slash the face, well, dude, it's game over. I mean, you'll get attention, but uh, it's going to be sympathy, not like, hey, uh, after uh, this all blows over, can I get your phone number? <laughs> yeah, man, I, I was going to go with attention, too, man, because there's no other fucking reason, man. She's just got to be lonely and bored and just like, oh, somebody please talk to me. Even if it's just a cop taking my statement, filling out some bullshit story I made up. Who's next? Well, Is it you, you know, Tom? Oh, oh, go ahead, Johnny. Would you have something yeah, else to say? Yeah. One last thing. One last thing. It, if her bike was stolen, which is weird because usually I've, I've, I've never heard of somebody robbing somebody, stabbing them, and then stealing their bicycle as a getaway. I've never heard of that before in my life. So for the bicycle to disappear, maybe that was like the thing. Maybe that maybe the bicycle she ditched it because she wanted the money because the bicycle was insured. I mean, you can insure a bicycle up to like. I don't know how much, like a thousand bucks or something. But um, anyway, it depends on the bike. You know, if it's like a Louis Vuitton-esque bike or something, I don't know. Some bikes are retarded expensive, bro. Like uh, like uh, specialized bikes, if you get one of the high-end ones, those are like three grand. They're really expensive. Oh, yeah. Okay, But the a, insurance I, is still, yeah. <clears throat> a, I agree with you. B, I don't think she was driving one of those. I really don't. Yeah, probably not. A, a, a Herman stri- bike. Like, uh, right. Yeah, well, that'd be awesome. I would love to see one of those. If a person had a $3,000 bike, dude, they're not going to stab themselves in the throat. <laughs> they need a lot of attention. Ow. Don, <laughs> your story. All right. Uh, speaking of uh, women believing in stupid shit, we got another one. Woman, mother's body in house for more than a year, hoping she Sergeant. would come back to life. What was her mother's name? Jesus. <laughs> hey, Seuss, to you, pal. <laughs> 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 
Police in Asuda, Saitama Prefecture, have arrested a 53-year-old woman for failing to report the death of her mother, whose body she kept at home for more than a year. But police quoted the woman, uh, Katsuko Yoshimoto, saying she was hoping that her mother, who was in her 80s, would come back to life. Kyoto News has reported. Police said Yashimoto has continued to receive her mother's pension since she died. Wow, 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 wow. A body was found in the first floor living room by a relative who visited the house at around 10 a.m. On Wednesday, police said an autopsy will be conducted to determine the cause of death. All right. Let me jump in here. <laughs> if she did believe in voodoo religiously, this could actually be feasible. If she went to the courts and she's like, listen, I'm a voodoo believer in her, a voodooist. I believe in voodoo. voodoo is my religion. If she said that, the court may give her a pass. They're like, well, you know, it is a religious thing. And uh, if the person dies and six months later they can come back, uh, yeah, I, I get, sure, okay, all right, cool, pass. Through me. I believe that uh, Christianity also believes in blood magic rituals like that. Like, I think their record of fastest resurrection was three days, right? Oh, yeah, that's true, huh? Mm. Yeah. Well, but she didn't wait three days, so she dropped the ball. Hmm. I, my, my, my take on this, man, is like, come on, man. It's been a year. I don't care what your fucking religion is. Like, she ain't coming back, yo. Okay, well, you're a realist, okay? Yeah, I am. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Spraying some fuzzies around that house, man. That shit's going to stink. Oh, yeah, fucking, she's probably burning like these fucking incense and pine cones everywhere. Wouldn't it be fucking hilarious if she did come back to that? She's all zombie guy. She's like, brain, like geriatric. She's trying to bite everybody, but she's so old and geriatric. People are like, Grandma, Grandma, stop it. Uh, she's kind of her away. Uh, you hit you her know, and dust falls out. Me. Yeah. Right. The, thing that, <laughs> the thing that bothered me about zombie movies was the whole thing about like the bodies that were like buried. And like, I mean, they were like, buried and they're like in their graves for like years and years and years they come back there's no way those muscles would ever work if somebody died recently i could see them becoming a zombie but like you know return of the living dead part one or part two or day of the dead dude that shit ain't gonna fly if you think about it when i was a little kid i love zombie movies but still i was like smart enough to realize i was like i don't think those bodies are gonna move i don't think the muscles are gonna work yeah, I'll take it even a step further. People who believe in ghosts, where do ghosts get clothes? I mean, you're born naked, right? So, like, there's no clothes like, on the other side, apparently, because when you're born, you're naked. So where do ghosts get clothes? Like, if you're a ghost and you and you fall down and you break, and you rip your pants, you just have to go out the rest of your eternity with a ripped pair of pants showing everyone your bunghole? Yeah. Ghost so, Macy's, so, man. So, so what you're saying is realistically, Casper should have been, like, anatomically correct, and you see his little ghost dink flopping around. <laughs> That's true. You Very true. <laughs> also, also, if zombies are moving around, that means they have to have energy, which means they have to eat. And then if they're eating brains, they have to also shit. So there'd be like zombie shit everywhere if this was real. You never see, you never see anyone step in zombie shit. Yeah, especially in Walking Dead, dude. Oh my god, Walking Dead. Words, the, words, the, the poster would be like a fucking footprint with dog shit or, or zombie shit on it or something. Oh, there you go. Fucking Hollywood, man. Fucking billion dollar idea. More realistic zombie movie. The <laughs> zombie dead. taking a shit. The walking oh, a dead zombie shit. That's it. The Walking Dead and zombie shit. That should be the new title. Or I guess like the, well, but, the prequel. 
Quick question though: Wouldn't if that was actually true? Wouldn't zombies be a little bit easier to avoid? Because you know, imagine you're you know creeping around the woods and you're keeping your eyes peeled, you know, so zombies jump jump out and try to eat your brains. But you you know, obviously, like, oh no, man, we, we we gotta go around. I can smell that fucking zombie shit. So you just circle around that patch. Yo, that's a good point about Walking Dead. Fucking, you see Walking Dead and shit, and like every single episode, there's some kind of like a jump scare, like a zombie's like, oh, surprise, and he bites somebody. Dude, you should be able to smell a fucking zombie like a mile away, like a mile away, because A, they're dead, B, they're fucking rotting, and C, they're fucking shitting their pants. They ain't got no toilet paper. There's no such thing as zombie toilet paper or zombie depends, dude. There's no such fucking thing. You should be able to smell them fucking like miles away. I'll say they have a smidge of shit on their ass, man, because there's no zombie bidets either. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's fucking no, true. My, my my thing is like, no, not only that, like Walking Dead's not the only thing that does those weird jump scares where zombies who are just like the slowest mother, slowest and stupidest creature imaginable. They always do those jump scares. I don't know. Like every fucking zombie, like genre TV show, movie, whatever, fucking does that. And it's just like, why, why, why? How, how the fuck are you so dumb? This thing just fucking sneaks up on you. It's, it's completely unrealistic and patently stupid. You know where it came from? You know where it came from, Tom? Abbott uh, Costello's Mummy movies. Ah. Remember when Abbott Costello they saw the mummy? Dude, the mummy is like it's walking all slow and it's moaning. But all throughout the mummy movies, and I think there's like three of them, you know, the mummy would just be like, surprise! And Abbott's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Actually, that's more of the hugest. But Abbott, yeah, that's curly. But Abbott would be like, ah, ah, you know, I mean, seriously, dude, it all started hey, with yeah, Abbott Costello. I'm a bad boy. <laughs> yeah. Costello, you're a fool. All right, here we go. Next story, my story. Is it it my turn, I guess? Wait, is it your turn? Wait, wait. You went first, Tom went second. It's my turn, right? Yes, it is. It's your turn, I believe. Go for it, man. God, I got to start drinking. This is ridiculous. 78-year-old woman who beat husband with mop arrested after he dies. Well, this is interesting because I thought the weapon of a wife's choice was the trusted frying pan. A police in Noda Chiba Prefecture have arrested a 78-year-old woman on suspicion of causing an injury resulting in the death of the 84-year-old husband after she repeatedly beat him on the top with a mop. She went olale, pinata his ass, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. I think more like the toxic adventure. According to police, Yoko Takaguchi has admitted to beating her husband Torakatsu with a mop on his top between 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. I don't know. It's what it says in the it fucking rhymes. article. On, I know. It's so stupid when they do that. Uh, April 11th at their home, Kyoto News reported, police said she used the mop's wooden handle to beat her husband. Oh, that's boring. About his head and face several times. <clears throat> she was quoted as saying her husband used to physically abuse her. Oh, that's bad. Okay. So this is kind of a revenge story. Oh, geez. That's too bad. <clears throat> um. After her husband lost conscious, Takaguchi called 9119. He was taken to the hospital where doctors said he had suffered a brain uh, contrusion. The hospital contacted police on April 12th to report that Torakatsu might have been abused by his wife. 
Uh, yeah, this is this is terrible. What a terrible end, dude. I mean, it's so bad because I mean, he is really, really, really old, and she's really, really, really old. And um, God, dude, I mean, if, if she was being abused, I mean, why didn't she leave fucking like fifty years ago or sixty years ago or something like that? Or and you know, staying this long in the game and then just being like, that's it. I've had enough of this shit. I'm fucking 70 something years old. You're 80 something years old. And then fucking she takes the law in her own hands. Dude, she should just left years and years and years ago and just left and let, let a fucking happy life or something. That's what I'm saying. Bro, Jeremy, what you, know what, uh, you know what? She was abiding her fucking time. Like, she was taking all this abuse and shit, she's dodging some punches and kicks and shit all her fucking life, all of her adult life, and in the back of her mind, she's like, just you wait, motherfucker, just you wait, one day, motherfucker, I'm gonna pin you out of your ass when you're not ready, when you're into the depends, when you can't shit by yourself, I'm gonna walk up behind you and bring you with this mop handle. She just abided her time, that woman was cold and calculated, brah. Oh my gosh, she's cunning. So you're saying that she waited like 50 years and took 50 years of abuse just to that one point where he's like bedridden. He's 80 years old and he's eating oatmeal every day. And she's like, bitch, now it's my turn. Ain't so Dude, smart now, insanity. are you, motherfucker? Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> That's the definition <laughs> of insanity, dude. Oh shit! Stop thoughts. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe she was really playing the long game, saying this is like it's gonna be fucking worth it one of these days. Because like she's sitting there, and her husband's going out. He's fucking getting blackout drunk. He's smoking. He's doing all this dumb shit. She's, <laughs> she's, she's pushing ninety. Dude, she's doing fucking like yoga and taking care of herself and eating like you know vegetable, you know down in vegetable smoothies. Maybe she's like, oh, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm gonna get him one day. I'm gonna get him one day. His fucking body's gonna fall apart. Well, mine's got, mine's a fucking temple. Then, then she got to a point. She's like, all right, what's up now, motherfucker? Ooh, you like this shit? Go to sleep, so motherfucker. I dare you. you. Go to sleep. I dare you. <laughs> So she's all in shape. She's all in shape. She's been working out for like 50 years, 60 years, whatever, to, to, to finally take this guy out. And then and then she's like, yeah, she's all cut. And then she goes to prison for her remaining, what, five years. <laughs> well, so you, basically she gets free, free fucking room and board for the last five years of her life. Yeah, but it's not good room and it's not good board, dude. <laughs> she, she, she did beat her husband to lie. She, she's obviously in pretty good shape, and she did beat her fucking shithead husband to death with a mop. I don't think anybody in prison is going to fuck with her. Fucking Bruce Lee well, style. I'll, I'll tell you one thing. <laughs> <laughs> when she goes to prison, she's not going to get the job as a janitor. You know, they all get jobs. <laughs> no mop handles for her. Yeah, you'll you'll, you'll be a cook, miss. You'll be a cook. <laughs> Next story. All right. Tokyo Station's perfect breakfast spot just might be this izakaya Japanese-style pub. If you're headed Ooh. through Tokyo Station, you might you won't regret starting your day at ha- Hatsufuji Way. Tokyo Station is a busy place in the morning. Whether you're you've been, uh, whether you've there you've there because you've just arrived in the capital, or you have a full day of sightseeing and planned. Uh, it's a holy shit. This is one of those articles that's written like crazy, Johnny. Um, mm, or, or you're there for an important it, you're, you're, you're there for an important meeting. If you have, you'll want to have energy to keep your levels up. Uh, the key to doing so is to make sure you have a good breakfast. So imagine your happy surprise when you recently discovered that there might be the perfect place for eating breakfast in Tokyo Station featured in your morning plans. All right. It's called Yasu 
Hachi, uh, Hatsu Fuji, and it's located in Yasuchika shopping slash restaurant complex that's connected to Tokyo Station. It's a short walk from Yasu Chuo ticket gates, and you don't even need to buy a train ticket to access the restaurant. The restaurant is technically an izakaya, or Japanese-style pub, <clears throat> but uh, they're open for breakfast and serving uh, meals from 7 a.m., and apparently they've got like eggs and rice and kind of Japanese style breakfasts and shit like that. And then the average cost of a ta- tamago yaki or a fr- fried egg set is 680 yen. And looking at the pictures, you got yourself some rice there, some skimono pickles, um, mm. some other kind of like a skimono or other kind of pickles. You got a very fluffy looking scrambled egg with some daikon and a bowl of miso soup. Man, my mouth is watering just thinking about that. I, I want that for it, not just for breakfast, but like for lunch and dinner. <laughs> what do you guys think? Yeah, totally. That sounds great. No, that sounds fantastic. And, um, you know, the thing is with the uh, Tokyo Station, it's huge. I go there every so often when I take the yeah. Shinkansen. And, um, you know what? They don't really have that many great restaurants in Tokyo Station. Uh, not even around Tokyo Station. There's really not that really good of a place to go to. I and mean, they get your typical like chain izakayas or whatnot and fast food. So this is kind of cool that they got this place there. I'm, I'm looking forward to going there in the future. Uh, I'll, I'll agree with you, man. Cause I, I had a part-time job, like I needed a part-time job on Tokyo station. There's not a lot going on out there for as far as restaurants. Do you say like, it's mostly just mm. chain stores because it's a big financial district and those guys work a lot of fucking hours and when they're done, they want like simple shit. That's familiar. So like, like you just said, like chain izakayas, or Yoshinoya, like, you know, yeah. fucking, you know, yeah, you're, you're chain beef bowl or chain ramen or chain anything that as far as like interesting restaurants, there really isn't. And there should be because that's that's a huge that's one of the biggest stations in all of Japan. True that. True that. Yeah, that's definitely true. Yeah. So. Next story, boys. Next right. Story, uh, I gave you my heart. <laughs> I kind of want, want this one because this I this is a pretty fucking juicy one, even by our standards. Jesus. The body of man sought for attacking two sisters with a hatchet found in a nearby riverbank. So this shit's what? hot. Let's dive into it. Oh, shit. In Tokyo, the body of a man who attacked his two older sisters in their 70s with a hatchet in Hino, western Tokyo, on Friday night fled the scene has been found at a riverbank. A nearby resident was asked to make an emergency call and reported that the women were assaulted by their sibling at home around 7.50 p.m. The suspect, also in his 70s, left the hatchet behind because he's a dumbass. He was wearing a blue T-shirt and brown sandals, according to the police. At around 9 a.m. Saturday, the body of a man wearing the same clothes as the suspect was found lying on his side in thick grass on the bank of the Tama River, about 600 meters from his house. There were no external wounds, and his body and clothes were wet. Police said the man's two sisters suffered injuries to their backs and their wounds, are, but their wounds are not life-threatening. Police said the man lived with his sisters. Police say so a lot fucking going on here. A lot to unpack. Uh, Jeremy, yeah. what do you got? So he's terrible at murder because those girls didn't die, and he's also horrible at <laughs> swimming. So fuck this guy. <laughs> fuck him. He's also a fuck. And don't forget, he's a, a, a dickhead brother because this is a sister he tried to carve up. Do you think he's going to put that in his resume? <laughs> so it Not says anymore. here you're really bad at murder. That that's that's the first thing, and you can't swim. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, you really hate family. You're exactly what we're looking for. Trying to put George Costanza there. I suppose terrible at murder is better than awesome at murder, right? Because I wouldn't want to hire someone who's awesome at murder and really great at swimming. Because they're going to say, you jump in the water and, blah, 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 and like Michael Phelps the shit out of there, man. 
or maybe unless he wants to be, a, I don't know, maybe a Navy SEAL or a Green Beret. Jesus. <laughs> it says here your weapon of choice is a hatchet. Now that's interesting. We like that. That's that's wow. <laughs> different yeah you got a fucking hatchet against like two women in their 70s like i realize he's older too but like you couldn't do the deed with a hatch it's pretty lethal man i don't think you, i don't think you want to take a thump to the back with one of those maybe oh, one of those chicks had a bro- uh, mop handle and she fended him off man. yeah mop handle. yeah yeah, yeah awesome. maybe jeez yeah, man what, what do you think fucking happened to this guy so i, I obviously i'm guessing he, he fucking ran out there and drowned but like you think somebody maybe maybe he was pushed more, more importantly than that, what the fuck did those girls say to him to piss him off? <laughs> Do the dishes, Dick. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Maybe they're playing Mario Kart and he cheated. Damn it! I hate people cheat. <laughs> I don't know. That's like the family game these days, dude. All families I know play Mario Kart. I mean, Tom, I'm surprised that you and your family doesn't sit around playing Mario Kart, dude. It's like what everybody does. Whenever I talk to friends that have kids or whatever, they all play Mario Kart together. The Nintendo Switch is pretty incredible. It's getting cheaper, too. Oh, God. I'm going to get one one of these days. Okay. I guess it's my story. Last story. <laughs> Last story. Okay. No, there's like a really strange running theme in today's episode. It is basically like senior citizens like causing all sorts of havoc and, and uh, horrible crimes. And uh, this is another one. Here we go. 51-year-old man arrested for allegedly paying a minor for sex. Now, this is crazy because, I mean, dude, first off, being a minor isn't easy. I mean, it's like a horrible thing to be a minor. I mean, it's just bad. I mean, every day you have a curfew. You're always busy. You have elders telling you what to do all the time. You you have to wear those ugly uniforms every day. And and you're underground looking for diamonds and gold. Yeah, black long. Sometimes... Yeah, sometimes, you know, you're just covered with soot and dirt and stuff. And, you know, you can be underground for like a week and stuff. And you're like 500 meters below the Earth's surface. I mean, it's a real dangerous job to be a miner. It's, it's fucking crazy. Cave-ins? Bro, cave-ins? Cave-ins? Fuck. Oh, God, cave-ins are bad, too. Here we go. This story takes place this in so Niigata. <laughs> Police in Niigata City have arrested a 50-year-old man on suspicion of violating the child prostitution law after he allegedly paid a 16-year-old guy. I got to read these articles much closely, dude. This is crazy. Okay, so I'm sorry. A Not a minor. A minor. It, wait, do we pronunciate it differently? A, a minor? Minor. 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 A minor. A minor. No, that's a minority. A minor. A hmm. minor. I don't know. Fuck it. I'm going off the fucking right. Youngster. Okay. It's 16. Yeah, a 16-year-old girl to engage in sex acts with him. According to police, the suspect, a company employee, I wonder which company, is accused of having sex with a girl whom he met on a social media site at a hotel last November. Local media reported. Now, it's interesting. Social media, uh, back in the day, it was always TikTok, or always Twitter. Twitter. Could the social media that everybody's going to and meeting each other could it be tiktok is tiktok the new thing it was twitter but um i don't know man tt's bad and And how was how was twitter at that hotel weird (laughs) yeah i don't know (laughs) okay police said the suspect has admitted that he knew the girl was a minor not a minor under the age of 18, the incident came to light after the girl told her parents, whom then contacted the police. Good parents, and uh, yeah, she shouldn't have been involved in that in the first place. And parents, listen, I mean, and I'm talking to all parents out there, check 
your kids' social media. I mean, if they're on TikTok or Twitter or something, somehow gauge it. Somehow just, I, I don't know what you can do, but figure something out. Because, I mean, we're going to get more and more and more stories coming up like this. Because it's just like, there's more and more and more social network uh, websites and apps that are just <clears throat> too easy for people to meet. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe, I mean, social media is about meeting people. Maybe it's too easy to meet people. Maybe it should be like some of those like uh, dating apps where really, like, you can pass on people. You know, if somebody tries to contact or do they have that? I don't know. How old, Am I too old for this shit? <laughs> am I too old? I, I, I think it doesn't matter because like, you know, the problem is with all these like SNS sites, the, all, all the ones that pop up, whether it's Instagram, Twitter, fucking whatever. Like the kids are always, the kids are on them all the, all the time. The kids basically grew up with these from birth and they're always going to be smarter about using them than adults are. So like, I don't know, like how you, I agree. Regulation would be a good idea, but I don't yeah. know how you got to do that realistically. Well, how about this? I mean, all right, this is what my point was before before I started going on a tangent and I digress. I apologize. But the thing is, it's just like, okay, Instagram, when you've got Instagram, you've got fucking like three like barriers to block people. You've got like your primary contacts, the people who are your friends, and then you've got the general contacts. And then you've got like, what, what, I guess it's like requested or something like that. I don't even look at the second two. I only look at the primary. And those are like people who I know. And, and fucking, because when I go to like the other two, it's just people try to sell me shit. And so and I'm just like, fuck this, fuck this, fuck this. Maybe that's what fucking Twitter needs. No, no, that is what Twitter and TikTok needs. Fucking, they need some kind of barrier system that, that Instagram has. That's my point. That's what I was trying to say. I I haven't had a drink in over a month, okay? <laughs> Cut me some slack, faders. <laughs> All right, what are you guys' thoughts? Jeremy? I think, um, yeah, you, you should know who your kids are meeting. Uh, that's part of Parenting 101. If your kids are out meeting a 51-year-old dude, I mean, I'm 51 and yeah, bro. There's, there's that. That guy has got nothing to do with nothing in common with a 16 year old. There's no reason he should be meeting a 16 year old child unsupervised by himself. You know, because he's just got bad shit on his mind. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. He's not gonna help her with algebra. That's for no, sure. He's Especially he's not at a hotel in Niigata. He's straight up creeper, man. That's that's, that's all the that's all the fucking creeper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Jeepers, creepers, stay off of Twitter. Oh, man. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> Terrible. Well, yeah, no no happy guess, ending to that story. Well, the only happy ending is this guy's going to go to jail for a very, very long time. And hopefully when he goes to jail, he meets the girl with a mop because she can kick his ass. What you do? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll right. take that. We'll call the silver lining to I'm the, the story. pinata bitch, that. homie. Don't you fuck with me. I'm not on my fiends. You fuck with me or any of my homies. I'll get you, homie. Fuck you up. <laughs> Why do you fuck talk you like up. that? You're Japanese. What are you trying to say, man? <laughs> say, say hello to my little friend. Uh, <laughs> you know, the mob story. I'm, you know, I'm kind of upset that she didn't use like the, the fuzzy part of the mob. She used the mob stick, you know? Doink, 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 doink. I used to fuck people up. <laughs> yeah. Well, shit, guys. On that note, uh, I think that's a show. Faders, thank you so much for tuning into this very uh, special episode. I think it's special because it's one of the last few episodes that I'm going to do sober. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to stop shaking and uh, loosen up and have a couple of drinks and do got fit in Japan the way it should be done. And, uh, yeah, I can't wait for that. And, uh, yeah, I apologize for that. And, um, anyway, faders, uh, you know what to do. And Tom is going to tell you. Tom, where should the faders go to support the show? 
Well, first and foremost, number one, uh, please like and subscribe on our YouTube channel because we are trying very hard to get up to a uh, thousand subscriptions. Therefore, we can uh, be considered uh, contributors and get some of that sweet, sweet YouTube money. So that'll yes. that'll go to our uh, fucking piggy bank, and we will be able to do like hopefully, basically cooler stuff with that. So that's yep. our goal. And uh, other than that, we're on the socials: uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, obviously. And of course, Patreon. If you really, really like us and want to show us some love, drop a little bit of money in our chip jar, and you get access to uh, some nice uh, stuff that ain't on the regular pages. Oh yeah, so, yeah. There's tons of stuff. I uploaded some very naughty. Hey, what's up, feeders? It's your boy Johnny, and um, yep, it's the next day. Well, I just listened to the uh, podcast, and at the very end, we had some technical difficulties. And I don't know if it was uh, the wrath of God, or most likely it was probably just a computer malfunction or whatever. But uh, yeah, we all started to sound like Max Hedrum with Tourette's, and it was bad in the worst possible way. And so, uh, yeah, I just deleted the very end, and uh, <laughs> here I am with you. And... Um, I want to take a second and just say thank you all for listening to Got Fitted Japan. I've been doing this show since 2009, and um, yeah, every week I've been, you know, getting drunk with you guys and talking about the news and all the weird stuff that we do in Japan, and um, it's been great. And uh, we want to continue doing this until, well, until the wheels fall off this car, basically. And um, yeah, and if you guys can hook us up, that would be great. If you guys could go to Patreon and just sign up, that would be super awesome. Or if you could go to YouTube and subscribe to us, that would be super cool too. Because man, doing the show is great. And um, if we could get some of that sweet, sweet, sweet YouTube money that everybody's getting except for us... That would be good, too, because, I mean, once we get that cash, we are definitely going to hook you up. We want to do some raffles. We want to send some lucky winners out there, some awesome packages from Tokyo, Japan. And, uh, yeah, so hook us up, and we will start to hook you up even more. Well, on that note, faders, we'll see you next week. Peace. My little brother, a goddamn shit-sucking vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse. <laughs> Lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. God, the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! You sure I excuse me? We're going freaky! We came, we saw, we kicked his ass! Your move, creep. Man, I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up Republican shit. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.
Yo, are you still listening? My God. <laughs> now you are a true fader. Well, on that note, peace.